One of my treasured childhood memories, childhood family memories, is connected with this week's Parsha and my grandfather of blessed memory, who was a Holocaust survivor and passed away already more than 30 years ago. See, this week's Parsha, Kisavai, has the section of the Torah called the Toichacha, which is, literally means the rebukes or the curses, a very extensive section where Hashem tells us that if we will sin, we will be cursed in a number of different terrible ways. Um, this idea appears in the Torah twice, once earlier in Parshas B'chul Kaysay, and then again in a much more extensive way in this week's Parsha, Parshas Kisovay. So it's seen as perhaps the harshest section in the Torah. Now this story that I um, witnessed takes us back about almost 40 years. And in my father's shul, Beis Chabad in Westmoreland, Michigan, there was a gentleman, a member, a person in the shul who was uh, at odds with the board and with everyone in the shul for numerous reasons. Suffice it to say that he had been asked to leave a number of shuls before he came and started davening at this shul. Um, I don't want to get into the story at all, but this person was at odds with everyone and would never receive an aliyah to be called up to the Torah on Shabbos. This week's Torah portion, which has that section of the curses, presents a problem because nobody really wants that aliyah. Nobody wants to be called up to the Torah for the section that discusses the curses. So in a typical shul, what happens is that the one who reads the Torah just you know, takes the aliyah, says the bracha, and that's that because the reader of the Torah is standing there anyway, so without fanfare, he just takes the aliyah. In my father's shul, that couldn't work because my father is a kohen. A kohen can only receive the first aliyah of the parsha or the last, not an aliyah in the middle like this aliyah of the curses. So they needed to give the aliyah to someone. So the Gabbai had an idea. He says, this gentleman hasn't received an aliyah in a long time. Maybe he wouldn't mind receiving. And he asked the person, would you take the aliyah? The guy said yes, and they gave him that aliyah. My grandfather, of blessed memory, happened to be um, in town for Shabbos. Typically, he lived in New York, but he happened to be in West Bloomfield for that Shabbos. And he sees this gentleman being called up for aliyah. He says, why is this person getting the aliyah of the curses? And someone tells him, because, you know, he's a person who's at odds with everyone and never receives an aliyah, so he took this aliyah. And my grandfather became livid. Because you don't like someone, because someone is not popular, so therefore he gets the aliyah of the curses, this can't be. And right after davening, he walks over to this gentleman and sits down with him, with a chumash, and says, I, I need to talk with you. And he opens up the chumash to this section, and he says, although this section seems to be curses, on a deeper level, every one of these curses contains tremendous, powerful blessings from Hashem. And it's explained in many sfarim how each curse here really, one thought about on a deeper level, is referring to blessings. Because ultimately everything that comes from Hashem is a blessing, even if it comes in the guise of a curse. And therefore I want to show you, I want to learn with you the Parsha. And that's exactly what my grandfather did. He went through with this person curse after curse and explained to him how really every curse is a blessing. And this took a long time and I remember watching this in awe as a child. So today let me share with you one idea, one uh, curse from this week's Parsha, and how the Rebbe explains how it's really a very deep blessing. And it's actually the last one, as the section winds down, and there's 98 curses in this section. The very last one reads, it says, and I'll say the words in English, it says, Hashem says, I will return you to Egypt in boats, in that way that I told you, you'll never see that way again. And there you will try to get yourself sold to your enemies as servants, maidservants, but no one will buy you. 
And on a simple level, Hashem is saying that the Jewish people will be brought into captivity and they'll go down to Egypt. And Egypt is the place, of course, where we come from. And we were initially slaves there. And Hashem redeemed us from there and said we should never go, we'll never go back there. And here he says, because of our sinful ways, we'll be again taken into captivity. We'll be brought by boats down to Egypt. There we will be looking to sell ourselves um, into servitude. And no one is going to be interested in buying us because instead, death will be decreed upon us. That is the final curse of all the curses of this week's Parsha. And obviously a very severe curse. We're being told that we're going to go into captivity and ultimately we won't even be able to go into servitude because instead we will be put to death. How can we understand this on a deeper level as something positive? And in short, the Rebbe explains it the following way. With one quick introduction. We know what's the idea of all these rebukes and all these curses is in order to bring us to tshuva in order to bring us to repentance, to repent from our negative ways and return to Hashem. And that's one of the reasons we always read this in close proximity to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, days that are focused on bettering ourselves. Now, when a person does tshuva, so a person sinned, and then they repent, we're told, we learn, that when one repents, they come out a lot stronger than they were the way they were before they sinned. So even though sinning is obviously a downfall, it's a negative, but ultimately, when one is able to turn that around and one is able to, to depart from their sinful behaviors and return to Hashem, then it's not only that they get back to status quo, but they're actually greatly strengthened and are able to reach a much higher level of serving Hashem than before that sin would have happened. So that ultimately, sin is also part of the divine plan. Ultimately, it's part of the descent that makes us way stronger, much stronger, much closer, much more powerful and much holier in our relationship to Hashem. Says the Rebbe, the Pasuk says here, Hashem will return you in ships to Egypt, that negative place. What does that mean? A ship, is a, or a boat, a ship, is a place where a person goes to protect them from the water. One is in the middle of the sea, they can drown, but when one is in a ship, they travel through the waters in that ship. The ship, on a deeper level, refers to our body. Our soul comes down from heaven into this world, and goes through all the difficulties of life in this world, and our soul travels through this world in its ship. That ship is our body. And Hashem says, that ship sometimes goes to negative places. It goes back to Egypt. Egypt represents immorality. Egypt represents decadence. Egypt represents a place that was against Hashem. And our soul travels in our ship and is brought in bondage, in captivity, to places that it doesn't want as we sin. Or as we act in ways that the soul that is painful for our godly soul, says Hashem. But all that is ultimately only so that we should do tshuva and reach a great high level. What is that? He says we will want to be sold into servitude. What does that mean to be sold into servitude in a positive way? We want to become Hashem's servants. When one feels the regret and the remorse and really wants to do shuva. they're begging for Hashem, please accept me as your servant. I want to be totally devoted to you. I want to be, be totally dedicated to be an Eved Hashem, to be a real servant of Hashem. Says the Pasuk, but there won't be a buyer because death will be decreed upon you. And what does that mean on its internal blessing form? Death here in a positive way means that Hashem will say, that a person will be freed from all of those uh, materialistic desires and physical um, wants and pleasures that 
that separate the person from godliness. A person will be able to, through Shuvah, reach a level of connection to Hashem. We're in this world. He's as connected as he was before he was born and after one will pass away. Their soul will be totally freed from the constraints of the body and the bodily, the physical and materialistic that seek to do to separate them from Hashem. And that's therefore what this Pasuk is saying. The very last verse of the curses is telling us what the curses are for. All of them are there to tell us, to bring us to tshuva, to bring us to come closer to Hashem and the realization that even when we were distant and even when we fell and even when we sinned, it's only in order, and even when our boat, so to speak, our, our body took our soul to negative places, it's only to be able to turn that around and come close to Hashem and want to be Hashem's servant and reach an even higher level of relationship where even in this world we're totally bound and connected to Hashem forever. Have a wonderful Shabbos.